Okay, everybody, welcome to the kitchen table. We are doing something new today. I have roped Brian Lynch into coming in and talking to me today about fire stuff. We're calling this Quick Hits. It's going to be 20 minutes or less and just a quick discussion about specific topics, um, fire ground topics, medical topics, although I won't ask you about medical topics. You can ask me about medical topics. <laughs> what do you want to know? <laughs> Uh, I've so been here we go. We're by uh, Ken Smith, uh, my paramedic at Station Eight, is an honorary paramedic. So okay. let's you you talk do, about the Krebs cycle or something. You do the the Steve Preble. You're damn near a doctor in some southern states. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> All right. So quick hits, less than twenty minutes. Specific topics. This one's going to be fire related. We're going to talk about three sixties and uh, the benefits, the advantages, how to do them. So my first question to you is. What's the benefit of doing a 360? Well, I think that, um, number one, it's an information gathering tool, you know, and it's going to be something for me. Uh, and I think as a company officer that the benefit is it kind of completes the whole picture of the fire ground. I mean, when I talk about like when you, when you arrive to a fire, let's say you arrive to a house fire, right? Um, you probably know <laughs> – I make up a statistic, but three quarters of the information about the house, about the building and about the, the layout of the building and about the construction uh, of the building probably have a general good idea where the fire is and smoke's coming from uh, just from that front side. So you get a whole a whole chunk of, of information right up front. And what the 360 does is it confirms that. It confirms what you see from the front. Uh, or uh, in, in some cases, um, it might alter what you thought was happening from the, the front side of the building. I think that's probably rarer, though. But I think ultimately the 360 is, is really uh, an, an information gathering tool to take us, to allow us to, when we arrive on scene, to confirm the right tactic for, and the right strategy, rather, and the right tactic to to uh, extinguish the fire, search the building, vent the building. Okay. How do we do it? Um, is there, is there, you know, I'm sure it's different for everybody, but is there a process that, that we can go through to make sure that we're gathering the information and, and do a thorough 360 rather than just running around the building? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't do you really any good to just, you know, take a walk around the building, uh, if you're not actually gathering information and have specific things you look for. And I break it down real easy from, for me, I, I need it to be simple because when we arrive and there's something on fire, I don't care who you are and how long you've been doing it. Your, you, you, your mind, you know, starts to, to move a little bit quicker. Right. Um, and you, there's, there's that, that effect, that mental effect that sometimes can cause us to miss things. So I need a system to where I look at the building and I look at the conditions and with the building, um, you know, I'm looking really specifically at at three specific things. I want to know the the construction, the the occupancy, and the layout. And when conditions, I'm looking at smoke and I'm looking at fire. Um, and the, the process for me is I I've really over the past several years I've kind of I look at there's an arrival report and there's an arrival kind of evaluation of what's happening, and then there's the you know post arrival, which is your 360. And you show up and you see what you see from the front of the building and you see the, uh, you know, take another, you know, house fire. You got fire coming from the, the, the front door. <clears throat> uh, you got uh, smoke coming from the backside of the building. All of that is information telling you something. But uh, and you probably have a pretty good idea what's going to happen. 
but without, you know, evaluating that second part of that, uh, or without looking at the, the smoke and the fire conditions and the building on the second part of that, then it's, um, I think it can be detrimental maybe, um, mm-hmm. to, to make a decision, uh, with only part of the picture, mm-hmm. right? Not necessarily in every case, uh, but, uh, for the most part, I look at it from that evaluation standpoint of I've got my arrival report and, um, then I've got my 360 report. And the 360 I'm looking for, really, if I go around the side of the building, I'm confirming what I think I saw from the front side in the construction of the building, the occupancy specifically, and, and the, the layout. Um, looking at doors and looking at windows, and I'm looking for smoke stain windows. I'm looking for smoke coming from areas that I don't anticipate smoke to be coming from. You know, if you've got a, if you pull up and you see fire or you see smoke coming over the Charlie side of the building, and the whole front side is buttoned up, the A side's buttoned up. And we don't see anything. When I get around the backside, I should be able to identify where that smoke's coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, and it'll also tell me if, oh, there's smoke coming from this window, but there's also fire down here, you know, uh, or fire over here in the, the, this, this room here. So we've got a multiple room fire or whatever it might be. Um, but when I look at, at, at that evaluation, for me, what the 60, how we, how we should be doing a – I guess an arrival report and a 360 is they should be broken up into two very different things and giving you, you know, probably the same uh, information, but the value of that 360 is you just get so much more to confirm it and to be able to say, this is, this is where I think uh, this is happening. And Mm -hmm. this is where I think our hose line should go. And this is where I think we need to start to search. This is where I think the fire is, where the smoke is, where the, Mm -hmm. where the people might be trapped. So you say the, the arrival report or our initial size up is different and separate from the 360 size up. So yeah. give me an example of your initial arrival report, your initial size up, and your 360 and how that might be different. So I, my initial arrival report would be um, you know, companies, engineers arrive to a one-story house, fire on the Charlie side. Uh, company standby for assignments. And for me, that just, I think uh, uh, that tells everybody, like we very clearly have a working fire. Um, and everyone knows on the fire ground that's responding in that they're going to go to work and that they're, they're they kind of generally our, our, our uh, initial alarm assignments are the same every time we, we fit into that mold and we do a really good job in that, in that system. So everybody kind of knows that they're getting ready to go to work. They just don't know exact the, the uh, particulars yet. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think it's important to say, you know, I'm in Janate's command, I'm commands out for a 360. Mm-hmm. And then I think you do your 360. And as soon as you get the information that you, you need from that 360, looking at, you know, is the backside of the building different mm-hmm. than the front? Is it two stories on the back, one story on the, on the back? Is it, uh, um, you know, do I have a, a, a fire in a different location than I thought? Uh, do I have smoke coming from an area I didn't anticipate? Do I have people on the back that need to be rescued? Whatever the, the scenario is, which are, are whatever that scenario is, then that's the all right, all companies from mm-hmm. command after a 360, the fire is located here. And then you start to give your confirm your assignments, mm-hmm. give your assignment for where the first hose line should go, where the search needs to be uh, focused, whether it needs to be a, you know, a, a two vent where two into search or, or four vent or I'm, I'm not sorry, four vent, uh, all into search mm-hmm. for the truck. Uh, to me, that just kind of confirms the expectation of what I have on the fire ground 
after I see the entire building as opposed to um, what I see from the front. And then it makes it really easy for us to break down the assignments. Sure. Uh, and the way I've always explained that is, well, two things. First, you said stand by. Mm-hmm. The only thing I'd suggest is say staging. Yes, yeah, stage. You know, because then that gives people something to do. You know, rather yeah. than stand by, they'll all come rushing into the scene, and you're still trying to figure out your plan. And, you know, they're on top of you, and they may not come in in the order that you want them to come in. So I like to say, hey, just stage, and that gives them something physically that they're supposed to do rather than just something that's kind of nebulous like stand by. But I think what you're talking about with the 360, it, it really does help you evaluate what your pro- what problems you're trying to solve. Yeah. Like, hey, I got a vent problem, a fire problem, a search problem. Okay, you know, everybody's staging. Engine 8 do this, truck 8 do this, engine 1 do this. You know, and you apply the resources to the problems you're trying to solve more efficiently. Hey, I, I have more problems and not enough resources. I need a second alarm. Yeah. You know, that type of thing. So it just kind of better defines what you're trying to accomplish, you know, almost almost gives you like the why we're here, you know. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? So do you do when you do your 360 walk around it? I know we've talked about this in past that you, you take a systematic approach in how you do that. So can you describe that system a little bit? Um, yeah, yeah, I try to get the the obviously the layout of the building from the front side. And then when I go to the well, let's just say we'll go. Uh, to the Bravo side next. Um, and it, to, to be honest with you, I don't have a rhyme or a reason mm-hmm. with, with, uh, whether I say I'm going to go to, um, get to the, to the Charlie side by going to the Bravo or the Delta, yeah. to be honest with you, it's yeah. what's easy and what's accessible and what's fastest. Sure. Um, so if I go to the Bravo side of the building, I'm going to look at the Bravo side of the building and, and, you know, if it's a garage on that side, then I'm probably not going to be expecting much. I'm not going to be expecting anything that, that gives me, you know, clues to the layout of the building. But if it's, you know, the, the bedroom side of that house, uh, the living side of that house, then I am going to gonna maybe be able to confirm that, oh, it's a master bedrooms in the back or the, the uh, master bedrooms in the front. And I've got a hallway bath at the end of the hall. And just by looking at the windows on the, on the side of the building, mm-hmm. um, looking at the, certainly the roof line. And I kind of do a, a top down Ventil- or a, a assessment. And I started doing that just when I was a driver and I was working, you know, on a truck company as ladders. The first thing that we would do is assess ventilation. Do we need vertical? And if we do, we need to go now. And, um, that just kind of translated pretty easily for me as a Lieutenant. And even though it's not really an, a ventilation assessment anymore, it's a top down assessment to say, just what you said, where are my problems and what do I need to do about them? And um, I'll look for smoke and for fire conditions on obviously on the uh, uh, the sides of the building. I look for really the big ones I look for is is, is uh, anything that's going to help or hinder our fire attack and our search and our ventilation. So grade changes. You know, if we're committing a hose line to the front door and I get around to the back and realize it is a, a basement fire and I've got a walkout basement, well, we need to. That's going to hinder our fire attack. We need mm-hmm. to to move our hose line. Uh, if I get around the back and realize this looks like a one-story house to the front, but it's a walkout, uh, and I need ladders to the to the upper level, then uh, and I have people maybe potentially trapped in the upper uh, uh, upper level of the building, then um, those are things that I are I think are imperative for the the company officer, the first first arriving officer that does the 360 to broadcast. I mean, I guess it could really be anybody, but you know. Mm-hmm. Um, as a, as a company officer to broadcast that. So everyone knows the backside of this building is two stories because that's a piece of a vital piece of information that, you know, 
uh, will impact what ladders we bring, where our hose line goes. I mean, there's, you know, it's mm-hmm. a domino effect. Yeah. Um, but I look at, at, at each side that way and just very, very succinctly building in conditions and make note of those. And the big issues, you broadcast them. You know, the, 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 uh, I've got smoke coming from an area I didn't anticipate it. I have fire showing in an area I didn't anticipate it. Um, I've got, you know, I mean, it's 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 the one in a million that never happens as people hanging out of windows, right? Yeah. You know, but um, certainly any information that might lead me to believe that that's where somebody is inside the building. Yeah. If we don't have everyone accounted for, we have reports of trapped or something. Yeah. So. I mean, I like the systematic approach because you're starting to bring order to chaos. That's uh-huh. your first. That's your first step to, you know, bringing order to a, a very chaotic situation. And yeah. uh, I agree with you. Looks can be deceiving, right? You could see smoke from the backside. I have a structure fire on the Charlie side, and go back there, and it could be a car on fire for all you know, right? Yeah. You know, and so you don't want to send people in the through the front door so they do go out the walkout basement to attack the car fire. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So let's let's get a full picture of what we're looking at, or we're not peop- necessarily we got easy access to the basement here. We don't have to go over the fire to get to it. Yeah, that type of thing. Um, let's talk. You and I talk about and we kid around all the time. You say be good at the first five minutes. I say be good at the first 10 and maybe I'm just lazy or something. So I want you to do all the work, but well, we know I'm not ambitious. So, <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about the value of the first five minutes. You know, how does that set the incident up for success? Cause that's what I've always said is like, I'm not going to be there right away, you know, and I shouldn't be the one that determines whether a, an incident's successful or not. You know, so it's imperative for that first arriving company officer to really set the incident up t- for success. So is there – tell talk a little bit about the value of being really good at the first five minutes. Um, well, number one, I, I feel like the – the first, as the you know, people say, as the first line goes, so does the fire. Really, um, as the first five minutes go uh, on a structure fire, so goes the fire. And um, it is there's a momentum that's built into um, all of our calls, really. But uh, for for structure fires in particular, if we if the momentum starts and the trajectory of that incident starts to go off in a direction that's that's uh, maybe not not good, uh, that's difficult for us to recover from. We're, we're not going to recover from it. It's like momentum in sports. There's teams, you know, that we'll watch in in you know, the Stanley cup playoffs or the world series where you're like these, these, this team has no business being this far in the playoffs, Mm -hmm. but they have this momentum and it just keeps carrying them. Um, and that's how a fire ground is. And we've all been on fire grounds that you get there and the momentum is off and it's in a trajectory that we don't want it to go. And we don't ever really recover from it. I get the fire goes out, we search the building and, and all that, but we don't ever really recover very well from those. So, the first five minutes are the company officer's responsibility to make sure the trajectory of that fire and that fire ground is true. And it is, I, I feel like, um, I, I never count on you showing up as a chief, even though I know you're going to. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't think that, that I've heard people say before, like, oh, well, the chief will take it. It's like, well, yeah, but maybe he won't because maybe they won't be there. So it's up to me to essentially, my first role as the as the uh, company officer is the incident commander. My first role and responsibility to 
not only the people who are impacted by the incident, um, but the firefighters responding is to make sure that we are, uh, that we're true with what our strategy and tactics are, that we're accurate. And, um, if you don't do it in the first, <laughs> the first five minutes, then it's just not going to get done. It's, I don't know, I don't know a better way to describe it. It's just that, that momentum takes it and it's gone. And I feel like it's our responsibility as a company officer. That's your first tool. Your first tool is the radio and it's, and it's being the incident commander. And I know that, you know, uh, like when I promoted a lieutenant, you were my chief and you said, well, you're a, you're, you're, you're kind of like a working boss where you got to be a boss, but you got to put your hands on the tools occasionally. And so there's, you have to find that blend, um, which is absolutely true. Um, but you're, you're a boss first. And especially if you're that first arriving company officer, your sole responsibility is to make sure that that incident goes correctly. Yeah. And I think, you know, we talk a lot about firefighter safety and, um, that's kind of the linchpin right there. Like you account for safety and firefighter safety by gathering the information, identifying your problems and then applying the resources properly to solve that problem. So, and you do that all right away. There's nothing, there's nothing magic that a BC does and the BC should just show up and kind of fine tune and support the plan that's already in place unless it's really off. My goal is when you show up, like you you shouldn't look at, at one of my fire grounds as a first do. When you show up, you shouldn't look at one of my fires and go, this looks totally different than what I thought was going on here, Lynch. Yeah. You yeah. know? Or what's going on yeah, here? What, what I, don't, are you doing? I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, little office space. What would you say you yeah. do here? Yeah. Well, all right. I think that's about our time. I appreciate Alrighty. you coming in. Uh, I hope these quick hits help and uh, give us some feedback. Let us know. And we'll see you next time at the kitchen table. Be good to everybody. <laughs>